on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Whoa! And in order to maneuver it, you need an expert by your side. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech solutions you need to help you get out in front and stay ahead of the game. Whew. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. The Babe is still a popular guy. Babe Ruth's 1914 Baltimore News baseball card valued at more than $6 million sold to an anonymous buyer. The final selling price hasn't been disclosed, but officials say the sale broke the previous record for a sports card, which was held by Mickey Mantle's 1952 rookie card. That sold for $5.2 million. There are fewer than 10 of these Babe Ruth cards in existence. The last one on the auction block sold for just $450,000 in 2013. Monica Ricks, CBS News. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo isn't letting state investigations into sexual harassment and pandemic response stop him from planning a political future. The New York Times says Cuomo will host a $10,000 ahead fundraiser at an undisclosed location in New York City on June 29th, an indication he's gearing up for re-election in hopes of a fourth term. The Times points out the governor's everything-is-normal strategy in the face of adversity. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Heads up, America. This is Drew Berquist, former U.S. counterterrorism officer, fighting for your freedoms right here at home, which is why you need to join Mammoth Nation. We are America's conservative discount club. Mammoth Nation was created by conservatives for conservatives of all ages. Now you have a safe place to shop that fights against the cancel culture. You get great deals on things like hotels, shopping, wireless, sporting goods, Patriot Gold, and a lot more. We just keep on growing. Cool thing is, proceeds from your membership dues and purchases help to support conservative businesses. Mammoth Nation also supports conservative candidates, military, veterans, law enforcement, and our American way of life. Memberships start at just $19 a year. Go to mammothnation.com, and if you hurry, you'll get a 30% discount on a lifetime membership. It's time we all took a stand. Shop with companies that want to support America, not destroy it. That's mammothnation.com. Get on board and become a lifetime member today. For the 2021 graduating class at Federal Hockey High School, it's the first day of the rest of your lives. And as Milton Burrow put it, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Your friends at Matthews Insurance understand that this is the biggest milestone so far, and although high school may be over, your education will forever continue. So wherever you go, go with all your heart. Congrats, Lancers, from Matthews Insurance. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy? Cars, cars, cars. At Ohio University Credit Union, we've got your back through all of life's biggest moments. Like when your daughter looks in the mirror at the bridal shop and says, This is the one. When you find the perfect vacation spot. This is the one. Or when he tours the campus for the first time. This is the one. OUCU has money to lend for each of life's precious moments with low-rate personal loans. Stop by a branch or visit OUCU.org for more information. Subject to credit approval, federally insured by NCUA. Do you have what it takes to be our cutest prom couple? Here are the rules. No purchase necessary. Open to all area high school, private school, and homeschool students in the Power 105, Classic Hits 970, and 97.1 FM, WATH listing area. No college students, please. All photos need to be appropriate, clean, and clear. No filters and selfies, please. Message a photo of you and your prom date to the Power 105 Facebook page now through June 18th, 2021. More details to come. Keep listening to Power 105 and Classic Hits 
970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. It's time to thrive outside. Spending time outside, like at an Ohio State Park, is a natural way to boost your mental health. Just 15 minutes in nature can restore you. The parks are for everyone to enjoy. Visit detourtrails.ohiodnr.gov to connect to a trail near you. Need more help? Call the Ohio Care Line at 1-800-720-9616 for free emotional support. Sponsored by the Ohio Departments of Natural Resources and Mental Health and Addiction Services. Aired by the OAB in this station. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Well, Coach Chirps, the final day of practice before yet another conference game coming up this week on the road as you go to try nitro tech that's right you know we're going to be playing tnt this week and you know when you make up your schedule at the start of the season you look over all them fine ball games you're going to be playing this one is one of them highlight ball games you look at it and say boy how did tnt always got a strong team always got an explosive ball club and this should be a dynamite ball game well i figured something was up when you asked me to meet you at the rotc firing range instead of at your regular practice facility this week why was that coach well, that's right you know i remember a couple of weeks back when we was uh, over to seashore state and them boys had a real home field advantage and and uh, this try nitro uh, ball club you know they play over in uh, nitro west virginia they got a real home field advantage too because uh they they really uh, try and and sack up their opponents by all the all the stuff they got going on around their ball you what you boys want to let that stuff go what do we got happening here? What is that, Coach? Well, you know, uh, this is the kind of atmosphere they got over at their ball games and their ball diamond. And, uh, and they, we want to try and what you call simulate all the action for all the boys out in the practice so they'll know what to expect for the ball game. I hope none of your team gets shell-shocked before hitting the road tomorrow. Well, we're going to be shell-shocked enough at the ball game because they got some real fine ball players that uh, really carry out the coach's game plan over there. Coach Turf, I certainly think this is an unusual way to prepare for a ball game, and, and we'll be back with more from the firing range at the ROTC department with Coach Art Turf right now. Let's duck and pause for this message. And the Coach Art Turf Show brought to you proudly by Prevagen. Um, I kind of forget what it does. But... Uh, now we're back at the ROTC firing range with Coach Art Turf. And, Coach, you must have gotten a very complete scouting report from your advanced uh, scouts, Coach Lewis and Coach Park. I understand you sent them out on a reconnaissance mission. Well, no. Uh, what I done was I sent them out to find out some stuff about TNT. And uh, what they brought back uh, was uh, the report that what they do is they try and really sock up their opponents and try to get them real scared before they even go in there to play them. And that's how come they got what you call your home field advantage over there. And, and that home field advantage extends clean to the locker room. You know, they got them locker rooms built underground there uh, at, the, at the stadium, which is kind of like being a uh, bomb shelters almost. And they got signs up all in, in the visitors' locker room saying, that the ball field out there has got mines in it. You got to watch where you're stepping out there. And, and of course, now if, you, if you're a, a freshman, sophomore, underclassman that goes in there to play for the first time, it's got to be uh, a real experience and, and something that, uh, that you're really afraid to do. And that's what they play on there. And that's how come they're such an explosive ball club. A brilliant coaching maneuver by yourself, coach, to prepare them in this way, get them ready for this football game. Well, that might be the first thing I've done right in a long time. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. Gorgeous day it is outside. Just take a look. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wonderful. Actually, 
It would have been nice if we could have had a sunny day. It was a special event I'm supposed to attend tonight, but it was supposed to be outdoors. I think other arrangements are being made quickly. Oh, well. Light. But the forecast reads uh, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before noon, then a chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon. <laughs> Why did they do it that way? Just today, right? Here, I'll turn your mic on. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. And uh, let's see, high near 72, southwest winds 3 to 7 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation at 90% today. And they say uh, new rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half an inch possible. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely, mainly before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 59. Da, 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 da. Precipitation listed at 60%. Yada, la, 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 la. <laughs> there's okay. here's the weather for Sunday. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> remember George Carlin doing the the hippy dippy weather forecaster? Not very well. <laughs> he said, "Here's the weather for today. We've got lots of yellows, blues, and greens in the forecast. Other than that, it's going to be a beautiful day." <laughs> no, I don't remember Re- that. referring to the color on the maps. That they would put up about yellow for sunshine and green for rain, (laughs) blue for, you know, clear weather. (laughs) And that's your forecast. Yellow, green, blue, and some red. Carlin was uh, really quite a cool guy. Oh, so smart. You know, I met him on two occasions, I think. Maybe it was three. But he, um, that was just the way he was. He wasn't putting on any act when he was um, in front of the camera or, you know what I mean. He was just simply uh, an interesting expresser at all times. <laughs> um well, yeah, he was very, very quick-witty, or quick-witted, whichever you prefer, but a lot like, you know, R- Robin Williams was the same way later on mm-hmm. after George Carlin and Jonathan Winters, another one that I can think of that were just Winters often was so funny. So silly. Yes. And, um, you know, silly, <coughs> I don't know if it would work as well today. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think people are more sophisticated. Uh, Yeah, and PC. Politically correct? Yes. Yeah, but uh, Robin Williams mentioned a lot of times he he watched uh, Jonathan Winters constantly Mm -hmm. and picked up his style like that. They were both on the Johnny Carson show once, Robin Williams and Jonathan Winters, and Carson was in tears half, oh, I'm sure. half the time that he, he, those two he were on. He would have lost total control of the show. Oh, he did a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> and Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. He was a neat guy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. So going from That's the hippy-dippy uh, weatherman. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go right into COVID. And uh, what a switch, right? Yes. Uh, let's update you on the COVID uh, statistics. Um, I got them. Um, uh, some of the statistical coverage has been, um, how do I want to say? Uh, they're starting to say that things are getting under control enough that certain agencies have now stopped with their reporting. They're letting others take over. Uh, our own uh, Athens County Health Department. They produced for over a year a daily report. Um, they ceased to do that last um, either Thursday or Friday. 
said, you know, now this information is available on the following uh, locations and websites. So, um, but to Ruth Dudding and uh, Jack Pepper and all the guys down there, guys and gals, great job. And we know it was a, a real task, too. But um, I, I'm continuing on. Now, see here. Okay, that's my report, right? Yeah. Now, that covers a full page, and it's all sorts of numerical data. And that covers five days. Yeah, that's... And I've been keeping that. That's a lot of information on one page. How many so, column? One, two, three, well, five days, six. And lines, four that are filled up, four segments. And then... Uh, I have, um, it's in a spreadsheet, which is now 3,500 uh, lines long. And each line has oh, eight or ten entries. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And uh, But I just did a little bit each day. It took me probably 40 minutes a day. All right. Well, let's just do it. So I have the world, the U.S., Ohio, and Athens. In the world. And uh, once again, let me just point out, we have 7.8 billion people who live in the world. first case was reported November 19th of 2019. Uh, we have now seen a total of 172 million, I'm going to round these off, 172 million cases worldwide. Um... Now, just yesterday, there was almost a half a million new cases, okay, worldwide. Um, there were 125,000 new deaths yesterday, worldwide. The total deaths now for the world stand at 3.7 million. Now, I have the exact figures, but I'm rounding them just off a little bit, either up or down, whatever's closest, just to keep it easy to understand, you know, verbally. So what did I just say? 3.7 million deaths. Presently, there are 13.5 million active cases. And then I always speak of this as being good news. There are 154, no, 155 million who have recovered. I'll add one more statistic. How many people in the world have been, been vaccinated? 1.98 billion. What's that represent? 25.5% of the world's population. Let's move on to the United States. Folks, if this is something, you know, you've heard me say for daily almost for a year, these figures, I apologize. But it is still pretty damned important. Did I say damn? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yes, yes, you did. I apologize. Um, <coughs> it's not uh, 
I don't that make that mistake too often. I say worse things. <laughs> no. Um, okay. The United States. We have 331 million people that live in our nation. Yesterday, there were 25,000 new cases. Bringing the total thus far to 34.1, almost 0.2 million cases since this whole thing began. In in our case, it began uh, February 5th of 20. Now, 34 million cases. So 10.3% of our world, of our nation's population has been has had to deal with it, okay? Now is that right? Yes. Okay, now Yesterday, I believe there were 814 new deaths in our nation. And like the day before, there were 26. These numbers fluctuate a little bit over the weekends. There's some, sometimes they don't all come in at the same time when they should. So uh, where that 814 looks high, 26 certainly looks low. But um, anyway... Going on, deaths. So far in our nation, we've had 610 and a half thousand. 610, 606. 610,607 deaths, to be exact. Which is 1.79% of those who have caught it. So not even 2%. Of those that caught it, have passed. But still, that's a that's a lot of people. Active cases as of uh, yesterday: five million five hundred and eighty-one thousand. I'm not giving you precise figures. That's close. And recovered twenty-seven million. 948,993. Let's just round it off to 28 million people have recovered. That is to say, 81.8% of those that have caught it have been recovered at this point in the U.S. Okay, what about our county, Athens County? First case reported here was March 1st of 20. Um, I said our county, didn't I? I'm sorry. I'm talking about the state of Ohio. Our county would be next, and that's the last of it. But uh, the next section is the state of Ohio. First case, March 1st of 2020. Ohio's population, give or take, any day it changes a tiny bit, 11,689,000 people. Yesterday, the state had 334 new cases, bringing the case number thus far On the corner of my eye, I saw something crawl over there. Oh. <clears throat> I did. I didn't see it. Okay. Do I still have your mic off? Ah, uh, yes. No, there it is. No, you weren't on it. That's all. Okay. Where were we? Ohio. So the cases thus far in the state of Ohio have risen to one million one hundred and two thousand eight hundred and ninety. That's nine point four four percent of our, our state's population. Uh, 
active cases right now, the number stands at 36,217. Now, this part is very confusing to me, but I believe there are 8,152 in ICU situations. Okay. Um, now, the recovery in the state of Ohio. One million. 66,673 people have recovered as of yesterday. That is 96.72%. That's pretty good. But um, we want it to get much better still. In fact, we just want this whole thing to eventually fade away. Here in the state of Ohio, we have had a total now, (coughs) excuse me, of um, 19,923 passings, deaths. 62 were yesterday. Now, of those who have passed, 46% were female, 53% were, I'm sorry, the other way around, 46% were male. 53% were females. And the median age of those who passed, 41. Finally, Athens County. Our population is stated at 65,332 people. And, of course, that changes daily by one or two or three or whatever. In our county, March 7th of 2020, the first case. Yesterday, there were four new cases. Bringing the total, since it all started, to 5,225 cases. That's 8% of our population. I believe... I believe there are 209 people in the hospital with COVID right now. And probably a quarter of those are in ICU. The good news, where we have 5225, we have 5144 that have recovered. Now, if you're saying, gee, Palmer, you just mentioned 200 or so being in the hospital, there is somewhere there a little mix in the formula. And um, I've been meaning for uh, a week or so to call someone and say, why does, when you add this and this and this, does it not equal that? But um, uh, clearly it's something I'm doing wrong. So, 5,144 people have recovered out of our total caseload. That's 98.4%. In deaths in the county, as of yesterday, 60. Okay, now there's one new, th- one new thing that I need to go through. I'm going to do it for each of the four classifications. That is World, U.S., Ohio, and Athens. And that is the numbers of people who have been vaccinated. In the world, 1.98 billion have been vaccinated. That's 25.4% of the world's population. In the United States, 
296,000, I'm sorry, 296,400,000 have been vaccinated. That is 89.55% of our nation's population. Keep it up, folks. In Ohio, we have had 5,321,006 vaccinations as of yesterday. That's 45.5%. Here in our county, we have had 26,538 vaccinations. That's 40.6%. Everybody, please. I know there is a certain group that has concerns about taking the vaccine. Everyone here in the building has been vaccinated. Uh, We have had um, one or two that had um, oh, kind of an achy day the first uh, six hours or so. Uh, We've had another one that had an achy day after the second vaccine. But Everybody's back at it. We all feel good. And we're pleased to go out and now start to socialize again. But it is important for everybody to step up and get this done. Um... If there's some, all the vaccines are good, but if there's one you just have greater questions about, then use a different one. Please, get vaccinated. Okay. Scott, let's get into some of our regular regular stuff for a bit, and then we'll do something else weird. Um, Let's see. Today is National Egg Day. Why does there need to be one? (laughs) Okay, this one's worse. Today is National Repeat Day. (laughs) Would would you repeat that, please? It's National Repeat Day. (laughs) Would you repeat what, that? What, what was that? It's National Repeat Day. <laughs> and and again, just to clarify. National Repeat Day. Okay, I think I got it. You got it? Everybody out there listening got it? It's National Repeat Day. That's it. <laughs> it's National Repeat Day. Um, wh- okay, what's the story behind that one? Can you look it up? Uh, okay. I'll go on in the meantime. It's National Chocolate Macaroon Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's not too bad. But National Repeat Day. National Repeat Day happens every June third. Again, happens every June third. And they say it could be an opportunity for some and a bad omen for others. Repeating a foot massage or a day with a dear friend would make this holiday special. Repeating a root canal or a devastating hurricane are not suggested for this day. Another way to celebrate this is repeating some of the simple tasks of the day. Wash the dishes twice. Who wants what to do that? that? That, yeah, that's <clears throat> people say you, that's what you do anyway when you do them in the sink and then put them in the dishwasher. 
Well, you rinse them in the sink. Well, I mean, yeah. To get the any grime or sticky stuff off of there. Yeah. But it says. Do, do you do you have a Frencher? You know what I'm trying to say. A disposal in your sink. Oh no. Um. Well, we do. And I think it's terrific. <clears throat> and I'm very careful not to overdo it. But um, a garbage disposal in your kitchen sink, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm a believer in those things. Yeah. Oh, I, well. I was at uh, may, at someone's house, I don't know, a while back. They were having a group of folks there for dinner, and someone peeled potatoes in there. And, and, and assumed it, you had one? Well, no, there was one there, a garbage disposal. Oh. But the potato peels, you know, they, they don't really chop up that easy sometimes. <laughs> they block the disposal garbage disposal and there was water filling up everywhere so last yeah. last weekend i cooked um had to dig down in there pull out the the potato peels not with fingers mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. i cooked the dinner for um i don't know three or four neighbors i guess it was was it sunday or monday anyway <clears throat> um and I found these really tiny potatoes. And so I just put them up on the upper rack of the... Um, the grill? The grill. Yeah. Man, they were good. You know, I mean, each potato wasn't more than a bite and a half. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen those. They are. I've had them yeah. once or twice. They are pretty tasty. But uh, don't don't try to chew up in a garbage disposal <laughs> potato peels what it did was it blocked the the right. evacuation hose yeah that drains out into the well, I, I i don't abuse it but i do like it yeah they okay well this national repeat day goes on to say after wash the dishes twice it says make the same meal for lunch as you do for supper Okay, there's another one, Head That's, Scratcher. I'm I like, can't do why? That. No. Okay. Watch the same movie twice. Okay, no. maybe maybe a month or two out. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, but not, you know, back to back. And the 1993 film Groundhog Day yes. comes to mind. And it says, here, to send duplicate text messages. I'm like, okay, another Head Scratcher. Why? Unless you think someone's not getting the message. Well, because it's National Repeat Day. Well, that's yeah, that too. And then it says, have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> that went longer than I thought. Um, let's see here. His, historical well, Because events. we kept repeating it. Mm. <laughs> Do, and don't forget, folks, it is National Repeat. Yeah, and say thank you twice. Twice. Say thank you. Twice. 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 Thank you, thank you. Oh. Oh, okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, Here we go. On this day in history, June 3rd, In 1621, Dutch West India Company receives charter for the West Indies, which included the Americas, Caribbean, or Caribbean if you prefer, and West Africa. 1929, Chile and Peru signed the Treaty of Lima. finally resolving their border dispute from the War of the Pacific, which occurred from 1879 to 83. Chile keeps Africa, and Peru regains Tacna. 1943, a mob of 60 from the Los Angeles Naval Reserve Armory beat up everyone perceived to be Hispanic, 
starting the week-long Zoot Suit Riots. Unfortunate. Hello? Okay. Let me put my phone away so we don't hear it so much. Um, 1979. We have one of the worst oil spills in history down in the Gulf of Mexico. Three million barrels of raw oil. Mm. 1989, the beginning of the Tiananmen Square Massacre as Chinese troops opened fire on pro-democracy supporters in Beijing. Okay. About that oil spill. We could use some of that oil today, that's for sure. I saw a news article Mm. this morning that gas prices near Los Angeles for regular unleaded 87 octane is $5.29 per gallon. Texas, you say? California, near Los Angeles. All right, uh, famous birthdays. George V, king. He was born in 1865. He died in 1936. George V, king of the United Kingdom and the British Dominions and Emperor of India from 1910 until his death in 1936. Wow, 26 years. Mm-hmm. Born during the reign of his grandmother, Queen Victoria, George was the third in line of succession behind his father, Prince Albert Edward, and his own elder brother, Prince Albert Victor. Jefferson Davis, uh, this would have been his birthday. He was born in 1808. He died in 1889. Jefferson Davis. He was the former Confederate States president from 1861 to 65. As a member of the Democratic Party, he represented Mississippi in the United States Senate and the House of Representatives before the American Civil War. Two more. James Hutton. Um, born in 1726, died in 1797. A Scottish geologist, James Hutton. Then Josephine Baker. And um, our printer had a little foul up here. Doesn't, I can't tell exactly what she looks like. But anyway, she was born in 1906, died in 1975. Well, was she a showbizer? Uh, she was an American-born French entertainer, French resistance agent, mm. good for her, and civil rights activist. Her career was centered primarily in Europe, mostly in her adopted France. Two famous deaths to report, the Ayatollah Khomeini. Khomeini. Thank you. He died on this date in 1989. He had been born in 1902. And then the other one is also a familiar name, Muhammad Ali. Born uh, in 1942, but died on this date in 2016. The great <coughs> one. The, maybe the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. What a character. But he could stand up for it, too. Okay, we've done that. We've done that. We'll put that over there. We've done this. Good. We're doing pretty good this morning. Um, Scott, I really want to put you on this spot in terms of you're running a machine back there. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That's a little better. (laughs) Now, I want to report this from a news point of view. Okay. But this is a topic that's been really quite controversial off and on for years. 
And right now it's on again, particularly, I think, in Texas. It's the topic of abortion. Now, that's let's first divine what an abortion is. Now, you know, you may think you know. I may think I know, but are we correct? So that's the first thing I'm asking Scott to look up. But what I believe it is is that when it's determined that a mother who's expecting a child, that either the child's future health or the mother's health is in danger if the birth proceeds and takes place. And that an abortion would eliminate either of those two fears. Do I believe an abortion, if someone becomes pregnant, I'm calling it an accident, whether perhaps they're not married and well, whatever. Uh, do I think an abortion should occur under those circumstances? Uh, the answer is no. Do I think if the child may uh, forever have a um, some sort of condition or um, that it could be dangerous for the child, the unborn child, or it could put the mother's health at risk. I think there's a place then for abortion. Um, now, having said that, now th and I haven't given this tremendous thought. I've had no discussions with lots of people about it or anything. It's just my basic feeling. And maybe if I knew more, I'd feel differently. But those are my basic thoughts. Now, Texas is reevaluating all of this, and it's catching a lot of publicity and a lot of heat. And every so often, uh, because each state can have different policies, rules, whatever. Laws. Laws. <clears throat> yep. Um, but right now it's Texas that's kind of in the spotlight on this thing. And there's a lot of bitterness down there. And, and um, we call it uh, disapproval, uh, bickering. Whatever you want to call Objections. it. Objections. Yeah. Protests. So, what is an abortion? Well, the definition that I found, it says the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Okay. And forgive my math, how many weeks is one normally pregnant? Uh, well, it will be nine months, so... Nine times four? Yeah, approximately, yeah. So 36, 37, 38 weeks, something like that. Yeah. And what was their number? 20 what? 28. 28. Okay. Um, what... Uh, Come on, phone. Leave me alone. Everybody that knows me should know not to call. And this is someone that doesn't know me. That's okay. 
what um I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I've sort of expressed my opinion. And I haven't researched it very thoroughly. I, it's just my gut reaction. Do you have one? Um, yeah. Um, not sure if I agree well, with, with my faith that biblical scriptures... Uh, you know, do not approve of abortion. Um, so with that, I, I feel that with modern medicine and technology today, that even with a possible health disorder, and you and I both know people who have been born with health disorders, and we just think the world of them uh, still that they, you know, they lived you know, they, they had problems during pregnancy, uh, but they made it through, and they're, they're wonderful people. So I guess if, if that's what I know and what, what my faith tells me, then that's uh, pretty much where I stand. Now I realize there are health conditions, and this may contradict what I just said, but if there's a danger of the life of both the mother and the infant, you know, some some serious decisions have to be made, unfortunately. Well, um, certainly a radio talk show in Athens, Ohio is not going to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, we're not physicians. We're not experts on this. Uh, but, you know, I I think it is worth thinking about on a personal level. Um, I, somehow or other, the, the concept of government Um, making laws about medical issues. Now, if someone just carelessly and thoughtlessly said, oh, I got pregnant, I'm going to get an abortion. You know, whoopee-doo, right? Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm I, uh, it's not a recreational sport to participate or not when it comes to that. That would just annoy me no end. But um, if there's a chance the child would be unhealthy after born and maybe have to deal with that the rest of their lives, if it has a, a, a opportunity, and, you know, then you have to measure, well, what degree of opportunity? It's a very complicated topic very delicate and topic. I don't think laws should be engaged in that I think the medical community needs to be engaged in those kind of decisions and I'm not saying laws aren't being made without their input I don't know it's just been something on my mind the last couple of days yeah there I was reading up a little bit about the article from a tre uh, the Texas Tribune that said there were over 59,000 abortions in Texas last year alone. We have uh, state alone. We've got a caller. Good morning. Are both of you men? I think so. Okay. You really have no no business making decisions on a woman's body. Okay. And many women feel like this. I don't care if it's your husband, your father, your grandfather. So even if I even if someone agreed with me I have no right you have no right it is her body it is not your body's, and uh, she decides what she wants to do I don't care if it's your sperm so should laws your baby. should there Pardon be me? laws no there shouldn't be laws it's a decision between that woman and her doctor what if the doctor's male pardon me Does it doesn't it? matter if okay. the doctor's a male he, he has a duty to the woman and he's gonna if he brings his religion into it, 
I don't think religion has a place in that decision. Do you really want to go back to the coat hanger days? No, I certainly don't. But if we didn't have people uh, in our past who cared about the woman, to make a woman have a baby, I don't care if the baby's healthy, it's not a baby, it is a fetus, it could not survive outside of the mother, but to force that mother to do that, and that's what a lot of people do. They, they put their religion on that pregnancy, and they mm. have no business doing that. Fair enough. And, and if that woman decides that she does not, it has nothing to do with medical reasons whatsoever. Now, that doesn't mean that I believe that for myself, but I don't think it's anybody's business, and I'm not going to tread upon their decision as to what they should do with their bodies. Because if you know anything about well, the so code aren't we, days, aren't we so, a little bit in agreement here that the government shouldn't be participating in this? Right. Th that is correct. However, there already is a law in place, and they want to make this criminal. They want to criminalize this uh, decision. By the way, I have 20 seconds. They will also criminalize it against the physician. Okay. But a woman will find a way, whether you like it or not, and she may end up dying. That's, that's the sad part about it. But I don't think the churches have any business in there. Okay. And certainly neither of you can have a, a, an offspring yourself out of your body. I got you. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH this is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The White House is warning corporations and businesses about the growing number of ransomware attacks, like the one that shut down operations at the world's largest meat processor this week. CBS's Cammie McCormick. The letter says the number and size of ransomware incidents have increased significantly, and it says the federal government is stepping up to do its part, including disrupting ransomware networks. But it also says businesses must realize that no company is safe, regardless of its size or location, and it urges them to take it seriously and ensure their defenses match the threat. New York City's transit system and the Martha's Vineyard Ferry were both hit recently. The Minneapolis intersection where George Floyd died reopened to traffic this morning. Crowds stood in disbelief. Some cried. Others chanted George Floyd's name as city crews used bulldozers and other machinery to remove concrete barriers at the site of George Floyd's murder last year. The sign has been closed off to traffic ever since Floyd's killing as city leaders have squared off with locals about how to reopen the South Minneapolis intersection. Mark Fry for CBS News, Minneapolis. Weekly unemployment claims dropped to 385,000 last week. Bank rates, Mark Hamrick. That seasonally adjusted headline number is now below 400,000, which has often been seen as psychologically important during past economic downturns. Jobless claims have dropped 35% since late April. President Biden is making an all-out push to get 70% of adults at least partially vaccinated against COVID by July 4th. He's promoting pharmacies offering shots around the clock on Fridays and barber shops in black communities vaccinating customers. The CDC's Dr. Rochelle Walensky tells CBS this morning. I think what we really understand is that this virus is an opportunist and it will go to places where people are not vaccinated. Former President Trump held a fireworks display at Mount Rushmore last year, but a federal judge says they're off limits this 4th of July. He's turned down a bid by Governor Kristi Noem to light up the night sky over the stone faces of four U.S. presidents, citing environmental and pandemic concerns. Noem says she'll appeal. United is bringing back supersonic flights. The airline says it'll buy 15 overture passenger jets from Boom Supersonic to cut transatlantic flying time by 50 percent for the first time since the Concorde was retired 18 years ago. Thanks to the Concorde. I can feel it. Phil Collins played both the London and Philadelphia Live Aid shows on the same day in 1985. Dow down 180. This is CBS News. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Oh, oh.
This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help with free guidance, 